3: not only nice to get the first run out of the way, but it's also I'm only three shots out of the lead. And so to be able to put myself there after not playing for 10 months or so in the
0: neighborhood of that, it was nice to, to feel the adrenaline out there. I don't follow the golf, but Tiger Woods shot a 69 in a real tournament? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, and he's in the, he's in the top 10 at this point. It's not a full field, like super strong PGA tournament, but... Uh, it, it bodes well for his return, which is exciting. I I was always rooted against Tiger because I thought he was a prick. But um, it's great for the game. And he's one of the greatest who's ever... I mean, he was the best... Ever, for a while. And there are 7 billion people on Earth. If you can't respect that, I mean, you just don't get excellence. He made people redesign courses that had existed for years. Which was a mistake, but yes, yes he did. He was known at every corner of the globe. Until he decided he couldn't turn down tail. Or dream of being a Navy SEAL. And Ambien.
0: God, Tiger! And speaking of not being able to... Give up strange tale, ruining your or, life, or stop wagging your tail. Apparently, and so uh, are we violating into this because we're not going to talk about the whole wave of everything that's going. This is closed, not. This harassment. is different. Right? No, no, what, what we no. are
3: doing, we are highlighting excellent journalism.
0: Okay, so uh, Elliot Spitzer, he was the governor. Of that's right, the state of that's New right. York, he the was, third yeah. biggest state in America. Yeah, when he got caught that he he regularly was seeing escorts. Remember, we interviewed her, didn't we? Didn't we interview the escort he was with, Michael? Ashley Dupree, I think we did. No, oh, yeah. you're right.
4: Hey, let me
1: make sure.
4: That's right. That's right. She was famous for a cup of I coffee. I think I
1: said
0: something that she took offense to. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> you asked her about uh, Nancy
3: Kerrigan. No, again, <laughs> that was Tanya Harding, Sean.
0: No, it's just well, she would, had a book or whatever she was doing. She was trying not to talk about the fact that she's a whore. Right. And I kept bring it back to the That's fact... Dart. It might even have been that, that the reason we're talking to you, the reason you're famous, is right. you're a famous prostitute. Right. Oh, Esquire. And That's... for some reason, she took offense to So that. don't act like we shouldn't mention that. That's why you're on the radio. But uh, anyway, so apparently, uh, Elliot Spitzer, the governor of New York, was hiring some of these uh, young women to, he, <laughs> he would get naked on his on all fours and walk around with a, a dog leash. Led by a leash. Michael wanted to know if he ever had the cone on so he wouldn't chew on his hands. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. That's a good boy. Oh, yeah. It's funny. But so, he was walking into his super expensive high-rise apartment there in New York and reporters started shouting questions at him. Yeah, is this
4: guy from the New York Post? Is yes. that right? Yeah. yeah. All right, here it goes. Excuse me,
0: Mr. Spitzer. How are you this
4: evening?
5: Kevin Fazer from the New York Post. Can you tell me about the leash, sir? Was it your leash? At what age did you realize you were
6: interested in being on a leash, sir? <laughs> have a good night, sir. <laughs> oh
3: my, God, my favorite person.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, that's,
0: that's so funny, and I'm wow. glad we heard oh, it. But boy. it's just, you, again, well, like I was saying with the Randy Travis DUI tape, we, we, have a, we have a penalty for these crimes. And if you're famous, the penalty includes just unbelievable embarrassment. Right. That is way beyond the penalty we've decided for society. Is that is that okay? I don't know. Uh, this is what you get when you have
4: a lawyered-up society, when all that matters is the letter of the law and not general moral principles. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's tough to go backwards.
0: At what age did you realize you were interested in being on a leash, sir? Which oh, is probably a, 25. Which 26, a, maybe. Which know. is a damn interesting question, actually. Well, right. I mean, yeah. did that come with your, your sexual awakening, like you're 13 years old, and immediately <laughs> you want to be, uh, I mean, you're at a Pets R Us, and... <laughs>
4: You know what I'd do if I'm that reporter? I'd hurl a tennis ball down the street. Then look at him. Get it, boy. Get it. Then look at him. Hmm. Apparently not. Okay. As he stood there looking at it. Oh, boy. So,
0: uh, now,
4: God here's I'm a question it. for you.
0: And what's going through Spitzer's mind? Is he just...
4: Squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. When do I eat? When do I eat? Oh, jeez. Because um, I can. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, is it illegal? I don't know much about uh, the laws of New York State. Uh, is it illegal to doff one's clothing and be led about on a leash I'm by sure a young woman?
0: Well, if it, if you hired her for sex, and then well, they, wait a minute. What do you mean I
4: hired her for sex? What do you care what I hired her for? What I did was I assume... took off my clothes and, and and trotted about on all fours on a leash.
0: Well, that shouldn't be illegal. Certainly not. <laughs> Dog walkers are a job. Sure. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but, uh... You hire a dog walker who's willing exactly. to avert her eyes. Where's your dog? Well, uh, that's the
4: twist. <laughs> I want you to do exactly what you do, but instead of a dog, well, uh, uh-huh.
0: yeah, beautiful. Nice job. He goes and drinks out of the toilet so there in the that... hotel room. <laughs>
4: he gets checked for heartworm. <laughs> so is that uh, your leash, sir? Nice. That's journalism. So I don't want to rush through this, so we'll do it next, but U.S. Army investigating a report that the Green Berets are ditching training standards, graduating unqualified candidates, which leads to people getting killed. Also, I want to get to the shocking uh, uh, increase in plane crashes in our military. As John McCain put it the other day on the floor, I believe, of the Senate, we are killing more of our own people in training than our enemies are in combat. And it has to do with the hollowed out military and the, and the parts for the aircraft and maintenance and the rest of it. So we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but uh, while we're uh, enjoying ourselves here, this is my favorite criminal, perhaps of all time. Next to perhaps Robin Hood, who did not steal from the rich and give to the poor. He stole from the government and he gave to the taxed. That's fact. Look it up. Anyway, this guy's in China. He's been arrested and fined after he was captured on surveillance footage, painting new road signs in a bid to make his daily commute easier. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That
0: is hilarious. He
4: had this intersection that was a struggle to get through. It was one of those, uh, you got to sit through three cycles of the light during rush hour things. And they've got video camera of him on his hands and knees with a can of white paint, painting new arrows on the road to redirect traffic, saying that you could go straight in the left lane of this intersection. That is awesome. Because it was a left turn only lane. Um, he told police it was. he was frustrated over the long delays in his daily journey to work. I saw that straight line was always packed with cars while the lane that turns left had a lot of space. I thought changing the signs would make my commute smoother. That is
0: pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. So, um, our producer, uh, just give you a heads up. The producer has come through. We have Michael Cordoza, former Bay Area prosecutor, on the uh, the verdict that came down yesterday. Okay. Do you want to talk to him coming up? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm um, looking up at the Today Show, where well, they're not talking about Matt Lauer. They're talking about Trump's tweet from earlier today. Disgraceful verdict in immigrant murder case. Uh, Trump called it disgraceful. It's Illegal immigrant murder case. case. Yeah, good point. Cut. <sighs> yeah. That the leaving out the word illegal makes a huge difference. Calling George Orwell, calling George Orwell. Anyway, so uh, we'll talk about that. Coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Looking over Donald Trump's uh, texts after the verdict came down in the Kate Steinle case. A disgraceful verdict in the Kate Steinle case. Trump exclamation point. No wonder the people of our country are so angry with illegal immigration. Trump followed it up with the Kate Steinle killer came back and back over the weekly protected Obama border. Always committing crimes. Uh, Also, the jury was not told the killer if Kate was a seven time felon. The Schumer Pelosi Democrats are weak on crime, so uh, I, I didn't I didn't follow the the actual courtroom case very closely. Mm.
4: Well, yeah, there's undeniable, undeniably a great deal of politics here, immigration policy, et cetera, et cetera. But to understand the trial itself and what happened, we've invited onto the show Michael Car- Cordoza. Mr. Cardoza is an attorney at the Cardoza Law Offices, Walnut Creek, California. Michael's been involved in a number of the most notable cases in Northern California over the last 20 years as a prosecutor and defense attorney. Mr. Cardoza, how are you, sir?
5: I'm fine. How are you guys?
4: Excellent. Thank you for uh, spending a couple minutes with us. We appreciate it. Uh, so your reaction in general to the verdict, the trial, how it unfolded?
5: Well, at the end, I was really shocked. I thought the jury would bring back a guilty verdict of manslaughter. That was my guess in the case. And certainly, I've done this so long, I know that to predict a jury is nigh on to impossible, as witnessed by OJ, as witnessed by this case, and there are plenty of other cases where juries bring back shocker verdicts. But in this particular case, the way the case went in was— Different to me, I guess, as I watch, because I prosecuted a long time, tried well over 30 30 murder trials as a prosecutor. I watched the DA, and they started by asking the jury for a second-degree murder conviction. That's, in fact, what the information asked for. Then somewhere in the middle of the trial, they transitioned into a first-degree murder. I heard, and I didn't see the entire trial, but there was no evidence that Suarte, and he's the defendant, Pointed the gun at Kate steinley or anybody in the crowd. And I thought, why is the DA doing this? They're getting greedy. They're going to lose credibility with the jury. Once you change horses in midstream, a jury looks at you and says, wait a minute, why should we believe you, the prosecutor, the government, beyond a reasonable doubt, when there's no real evidence that that in fact happened? I thought at that moment, There went that uh, prosecutor, the government's credibility in the case. And with that, the defense attorney, who I thought did a brilliant job, led them right into that not guilty verdict on everything but an ex-felon with a gun.
4: Well, I, I, too, am astonished that they couldn't get a conviction on the manslaughter charge, and I can't imagine what the jury was thinking. But, boy, I agree, first degree seems like a hell of a stretch And listen, I am I am no left winger. I am no open borders guy. I think this guy has no redeeming human value and no country on Earth would welcome him. But I I don't see first degree murder in this.
5: No, I don't either. And like I say, I've tried enough cases to know, especially as the government, you have to keep your credibility with that jury. Once you lose that, once you lose it, they're not going to believe much that you say and you're not going to be able to convince them. Uh, number one, that it was the first, because as we say, no evidence of that. And then when you start ratcheting down and saying, well, how about this? Or how about the involuntary? And then you go to the 245. And I'll tell you something, I'm talking in numbers now, but 245 is an assault with a deadly weapon. Have the jury convicted him of that with the enhancements? And it's, for example, use a gun uh, those enhancements would have brought him to, gosh, 15, 20 years in prison. And the jury didn't even bring that back that particular verdict, although the jury wouldn't know what the punishment was. But I thought, gee, he used a gun. And I didn't understand, again, why the DA just didn't go with the evidence, because the bullet in the case, according to both experts, was flattened, indicating that it hit the ground and it ricocheted. So go with that. That brings it into a second degree. And why? Because if you shoot a gun intentionally into the ground in a crowded area, that's what some say are wanting and willful disregard for human life. An example of that, you and I are partying. We have a rifle. There's a party next door in an office building. We say, "Ah, why don't we just shoot into that office building just for fun? We shoot into it. We kill somebody. Did we mean to? No. But that's second-degree murder because that was such a wanton and willful disregarding act for human life that the, the jury instructions imply an intent and say that's second-degree murder. I thought that's, they could have gotten a conviction on that, I thought, but even barring that going to the manslaughter, I thought, gee, they've got to at least go to that, but they didn't.
0: Well, are you willing to speculate on why they make the change, or is there any chance that they went for first-degree murder because they knew the jury wouldn't bring it back and they wanted the guy to go?
5: No, there's no possibility of that. I mean, when you prosecute, especially a case like this, you put the very best trial attorney you have out front, the very best you have. And in this case, I'm beginning to wonder, was that prosecutor the best they had? Did that prosecutor accept help from other DAs? Because I know there are some prosecutors having been in the office that get this hubris that they think they know everything. I don't need help. No, don't stay out of my case. I know what I'm doing. When there are other very good prosecutors there. When I was in Alameda County, I was truly fortunate. I was on the homicide team. And the men and women that were on that team were very generous in helping each other. We all have big egos but not to the point that we wouldn't help each other because the ultimate goal was to do justice. And in the Steinle case, justice was getting this guy convicted, getting him put in prison, and then getting him uh, out of the country for good. But, you know, they're going to do that get him out of the country, but I guarantee he's going to be back again. Oh, yeah.
4: What what in the world would indicate otherwise? Uh, Michael uh, Cardoza is on the line. Excuse me. Sorry, cell phone delay. Just wanted to reset. He's a leading uh, defense attorney, former prosecutor in Northern California. Uh, but just for the record then, uh, Counselor, it, it, some people are, are thinking in terms of malfeasance. You think it's just incompetence.
5: I'm not saying it's incompetence. I'm saying the case was tried incorrectly. Okay. I thought that bad, bad choices In the way they moved from a second degree, which is what they asked for, into a first degree in mid-trial, I thought that was bad. I thought that comes from inexperience from maybe the head of the office. You know, why didn't they direct her more? No, you're not going to do that. That doesn't make a witt of sense. But in order to be able to do that, you have to have trial experience and a lot of trial experience. That's why you want more than one person trying the case. And I'm not saying all of them have to be in the courtroom, but you want your best people working on it and helping you toward that end. And I can't believe, because I know some of those other prosecutors, I know, even though I haven't talked to them, I know they disagree with changing from a second-degree murder to a first-degree murder mid-trial. I just know that because I know these people, and I know how they try cases. I don't know why she did that.
4: Michael Cardoza, attorney at the Cardoza Law Offices, Walnut Creek, California. As we say to all defense attorneys, we interview Michael. When inevitably we are brought to justice, we will be calling. (laughs) So
5: uh, thank you very much. Depends how you define justice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, we deserve it. Uh, So, hey, thanks a million. We appreciate the time.
5: You got it, guys. Bye-bye.
4: Thanks.
0: Well, that last sentence is the news-making sentence, I think, as people all across the country are trying to figure this out. Um, he has no idea what they did it. He didn't think it he doesn't think it's malfeasance right.
4: And he wouldn't call it incompetence. I would. It was a terrible, terrible decision that allowed a terrible human being to escape justice for the wanton killing.
0: I don't, know, um, of, I don't
4: of a of a lovely young
0: woman. I don't know anything. Anybody who listens to this show knows I'm an idiot. but you got you got a a a, a bullet that ricochets and hits a person. Just from watching Beretta when I was a kid, that's not first degree murder.
4: Right, right. So let's forget about that. Well, the prosecution was saying it's a common mistake among uh, uh, inexperienced or bad shooters to like miss. Well, that's not beyond a reasonable doubt. My God, that's not no. even close. And I, I want this. I want this guy. Dead. I want him executed for what he's done. He is an irredeemable soul. He is evil among us. No country on earth would welcome him. And I'm here to tell you it wasn't first degree murder. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You could not ever get a conviction for first degree murder. It may have been.
0: On the other hand, Whether it's him with his life of crime and being an illegal or me who has never spent a night in jail. If I pick up a loaded gun and fire it in a crowd and kill somebody, I'm guilty of something. Assault with a deadly weapon. I'm guilty of something big. And he wasn't. God, that is just astonishing. So the the prosecution
4: did such a poor job. They lost the jury so completely, they acquitted the guy on a charge that he could not possibly be acquitted on. And, you know, I, I look to the foreman of the jury and the and the jury itself. Um, I think y'all are way, way off on that, because I've seen that. I've seen anger at the prosecutor, actually serving on a jury, I've seen anger at the prosecutor turn into, F.M., we're not helping him at all. Um, Which is also a miscarriage of justice. You know, as a libertarian, I appreciate suspicion of the government and wanting a charge to be proven beyond a reasonable doubt, but um, yeah, juries, juries are a scary beast.
0: God, how am I on a jury where I don't say, hey, everybody, the guy picked up a loaded gun and fired it in a crowd? He's got to go to prison for something here. It was an accident. He didn't mean
4: to fire it. It accidentally went off. Oh, come on. What's coming up in your
7: news, Marshall Phillips? Tip of the iceberg this morning's guilty plea in the ongoing Russia investigation. we got a new Apple Watch app that could save your life and a special Friday FM fecal matter story involving Amazon. Coming up,
4: minutes from Armstrong and Getty. You know, it's probably worth mentioning Mr. Cardoza, we just spoke to, was involved in the 2007 San Francisco Zoo Tiger Malling case in which the zoo is found guilty of keeping their tigers in the cages on a voluntary basis because one just climbed out.
0: <laughs> uh, news on the way on the Armstrong and Getty show. We have big, 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 big news. If it's, True. It's about as big as it gets. Yep. I think. Uh, Trump has resigned. So let's get it to uh, Marshall Phillips with the news.
7: Well, it's official. Former President uh, Trump National Advisor Michael Flynn pleading guilty to lying to the FBI about contacts with the Russian ambassador. A major development in the investigation into Russian meddling into last year's presidential election. Brian Ross with ABC News reporting Flynn. Is getting ready to cooperate big time.
6: He has promised full cooperation to the Mueller team. He's prepared to testify, we have told by a confident against President Trump, against members of the Trump family, and others in the White House. He is prepared to testify that President Trump, as a candidate, Donald Trump ordered him, directed him to make contact with the Russians, which contradicts all that Donald Trump has said at this point. As well, we're told that Flynn made the decision to cooperate only in the last 24 hours, that he is distraught about the decision, but feels he's doing the right thing for his country, that he was facing huge legal bills of more than a million dollars, and that he said that finally he had to go ahead and do this for that reason. He expects to put his house on the market. He is facing serious financial problems.
4: Well, keep this in mind as you take in the mainstream media today. Uh, if all that's true, that makes Trump a liar um which a lot of people kind of assume
0: on uh, the biggest topic he's been asked about
4: right absolutely and and he must pay or will pay perhaps a steep political price for that um quote-unquote collusion isn't a crime unless it becomes you know espionage or against the country um did he order people to contact the russians because he thought better relations would be good for the united states of america that's an entirely different thing even Mm -hmm. politically Yep. Then, because we want dirt on Hillary and we want them to, to publish a bunch of fake news. But even if that's true, then again, that makes them a liar and a bad American. But it'll be interesting to see what we, the people, decide on that.
0: I would like to point out, I don't have any reason to doubt this particular report, but Brian Ross had one of the biggest swings and misses in the history of big-time journalism several years back when there was, I don't remember, it was a shooting or some horrible story broke. The name was out. Yes, I think it was the... Th- Theater shooter. Uh, yeah, it was, the, it was the theater shooter in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. And Brian Ross with went right to the news with. Um, I've found the guy's profile on Facebook. He is a member of the Tea Party. This was right. at the point when the Tea Party was right. like the big political thing. Right. Went on the air with this guy's a Tea Party member. Oh, different different guy. Yeah, common turns name. Turns out because right. he didn't like take five seconds to check it out and verify it. So he has He's done a the flaming lefty. Well, and, but... it, and he has at least once run to print with something mm-hmm. before he verified it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if this is true, this is a pretty dang big deal. Yeah, time will tell. And going back to the uh, Flynn plea,
7: U.S. District Judge uh, Court Judge Rudolph Contreras said during fle- uh, Flynn's plea hearing that the government will decide how effectively Flynn is cooperating as part of the overall plea agreement. Now, Flynn didn't speak in court other than to say he would plead guilty.
0: Well, they, they got him where you get somebody and, and, and make him squeal. Where he's about to go completely broke and lose everything. Yeah. And his kid. So uh, his son. Do they confiscate his son? Well, his oh, son's involved in all this. Yeah. I see. Okay. So uh, that, that'd make a guy. Uh, you I know. didn't know, like, son removal was a thing in our country.
7: <laughs> the GOP has the votes to pass that sweeping tax overhaul. That's the word this morning from John Corner, Hooray! the number two Republican in the Senate who told reporters, we're confident in the 50 and we'd like to build on that. Republicans holding a slim 52-48 majority, but with the 50 votes and Vice President Pence breaking a tie, they can muscle the legislation through the Senate. So the debate is going to continue through today, and they're going to try and do the vote uh, by late this afternoon, I'm
0: hearing. When, when does it actually What take effect? Like this next April tax period? Is... Any minute now. Well, <laughs> Now, I'd heard at one point it was going to be retroactive
4: to 2017, Really, Which so? would, wait a minute. That would raise everybody's taxes in blue states. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Great. I actually think it's good to be more globally competitive on the corporate tax rate. I think that's it's a no-brainer. It's a must. But, man, screwing the tens of millions of us that are already getting screwed by our state governments. Thanks a million.
7: Researchers now testing an Apple Watch app that might actually save your life. The Heart Study app uses the watch's heart rate sensor. To detect irregular heart rhythms, people taking part in the Stanford uh, Medicine Study are going to be notified by the app through the Apple Watch and their iPhones when it picks up an irregular rhythm. Study participants are going to be then offered free consultation with a doctor and possibly an electrocardiogram patch for closer monitoring. It turns out irregular heartbeat is the leading cause of stroke and the cause of 130,000 deaths in the U.S. every year. So they are testing out that
4: Apple app right now. Boy, I'll get that because I've got a, a heart rhythm thing. It's 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 not serious and it's common. Yours is syncopated like the great jazz master. Well, that's right. My heart beats on the upbeat instead of lub dub. It's love dub. But um, uh, that'll be interesting because that could be that's an amazing uh, leap forward yep. if it
7: works. A shocking delivery in a Sacramento, California suburb: an Amazon contractor leaving an FM deposit in front of a customer's house. As fecal matter,
0: Marshall. Fecal matter deposit. Oh, it's impressive. fecal matter with Marshall. Is that what they ordered? It's a sick hey, Good question, Joe. Yeah, wait a minute. What if, if they ordered human dung? This will be described. <laughs> this will be described. <laughs> I need the, the same-day delivery <laughs> from Amazon Pantry. This will be described oh, by uh, puts the reporter. The pant
7: back in pantry. <laughs> <laughs> what? From KCRA. It was all
6: caught on camera. A contracted Amazon driver in a marked U Haul van making a delivery that no one would ever want a package of human waste. The reporter.
0: I <laughs> love <laughs> oh, <hello>, local <laughs> news. Oh, God. That's hilarious. The reporter. Leaving can... a package no one would ever want <laughs> human waste. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. The reporter gets can... brown and sounds like a bell. Why, we've always Gong. wondered this. Why is TV so much different than radio? We hear that story, we can't stop laughing and making jokes. Right. TV has to treat it like oh it's... Oh my,
6: that is troubling, Jim. Thank you.
7: Now, in case you missed the description... It was
6: all caught on camera a contracted Amazon driver in a marked U-Haul van, making a delivery that no one would ever want, a package of human waste. <laughs> Back rep- to you, <laughs> <laughs> humorless jackbags.
0: <laughs> How do you not laugh at that story? How do you not laugh at that? The
7: reporter, You're not human. The, the reporter continuing.
6: The homeowner did not want to be interviewed on camera, but did allow us to share this home surveillance video captured two days ago, showing the delivery driver making a human deposit on the curb, <laughs> right next to his driveway, and then the female driver runs back into oh, the van before oh, eventually
3: taking off. Wow. It's a chick. I would have wow. felt a thousand dollars it was a guy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Even wow. though the,
7: Even though the driver was a contract driver, not a direct employee, Amazon took responsibility immediately for what happened.
5: Certainly.
4: Full responsibility, Marshall? You didn't make it clear. Was it full responsibility?
5: I
0: don't know what she's getting paid to do that, and I know it ain't much. There are dudes who will pay serious money for that sort of thing. No.
7: Weirdos. Weirdos.
0: Nice. Telling just... Spitzer. Huh? Yeah, I'm just saying. Amazon going out of their way to
7: say this individual is no longer delivering Amazon <laughs> So packages. that is a fireable offense.
4: That's good to know. Wow. It's going yeah. on That's your neighbor's crap. lawn. It's crap. Yeah, no. very nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> I was feeling the burden of Damascus, yeah. as we say on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
7: Ah, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So has
0: the tape been released of her doing that? Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. So is she, um, do you get the feeling that she just, she just couldn't wait? And she's in a bad situation? From the way the scampering
7: out and the scampering back was done, yeah. I'd, I'd okay. say it was like, oh. So it wasn't a
0: malicious, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I don't
3: think
0: so. we'll, I'm we'll taking post. it as malicious. <laughs> we'll post the video at
4: armstrongandgettyradio.com. View it yourself and judge for yourselves. <laughs>
0: We're 11 on your side. <laughs> Human waste. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Wow.
6: President Trump, as a candidate, Donald Trump, ordered him, directed him to make contact with the Russians, which contradicts all that Donald Trump has said at this point.
0: Michael Flynn is prepared to testify that the president himself told him to contact the Russians. Now that's from ABC. AP News has confirmed that. Or they're reporting the same thing. Ex-Trump advisor Michael Flynn admits in plea that Trump transition officials directed his contacts with the Russians.
4: Well, I'm sure they're wetting their pants at MSNBC. I just, I'd just, i like to hear a little more, and I'm no great Trump defender. Just I'll, I'll for t- what purpose? It will absolutely make him look like a liar, but a lot of America already thinks he's a liar.
0: Well, yeah, but uh, <clears throat> is Trump going to come out and say, yeah, I directed him to talk to the Russians. Uh, you know, I, I was going to become president of the United States, and I wanted to have a blah, blah, blah. Or right. is he going to deny that he ever did that, which would be more like him probably. Right. He's going to say, no, I never told anybody that. Well, then you got a, then you got a serious problem. Interesting. Then you got a serious problem.
4: Among stories we will be covering next hour, that breaking news, plus a police officer in Jacksonville, Florida, who taunted the man who shot him multiple times last year in court by taking out a tube of KY jelly and saying, you're going to need a lot of this. Woof. Woof indeed, Jack. Stay with us. Right now, it's stories we won't be covering with Positive Sean. Sean,
3: your first headline, please. So, Jack and Joe, how much anti-nerve agent antidotes do you normally carry? <laughs> well, Kim Jong-nam had more than just $100,000 in his backpack at the time of his murder. It turns out that he also had 12 bottles of antropine, an antidote to nerve agents like the VX uh, nerve agent that killed him.
0: Wow. Now, what a lifestyle where well, you got to carry around cash and anti-nerve agent antidotes.
4: Wow, it's like an EpiPen for the brothers of dictators. Yeah.
0: Oh.
3: Now, now, Kim, the exiled half-brother of uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, requested medical attention at the airport clinic. He did have a seizure and then afterward died in the ambulance. It's not clear why he apparently didn't attempt to use the antidote, although some say that it, w- it, it it's in pill form. It takes about 20 minutes to activate it when taken that way, nope. and it, it wouldn't have been quick enough. Um, The trial began two months ago, has now gone into recess until next year.
0: Mm. And What kind of system is that?
3: Anyway. The downside of being profiled as a Nazi sympathizer. (laughs) A Hitler fan in the heartland says he has lost his job in a restaurant in the wake of a controversial New York Times profile, and he has been forced to move out of his home. The Times uh, uh, referred to him as the Nazi sympathizer next door. He says he, his wife, and his brother-in-law all have to leave the restaurant that they were working at. They are moving, uh, saying it is n- for at this time it is not best to stay in a place that is now public information, as people posted his address. Ironically, he worked
0: at a local franchise of Stallenberger. So is he a Nazi sympathizer?
3: Yes. Okay,
0: so he is. Uh, uh, yes. A not simp. Uh the, the Times has
3: faced major backlash for this profile, uh, with critics saying that it is normalizing the Nazi sympathizer, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, an artist... And art comes at you in many forms. I bring you the tale of Belgian artist Mike's Pop. For 19 days, Mike's chiseled away at a massive block of marble. This I-
0: guy named Mike's is in more than one Mike's.
3: Yes. <laughs> and Pop with the old-fashioned O-P-P-E spelling. Okay. Ah. Um, uh, he, uh, over 19 days, he would chisel away at a massive block of marble that he had chained himself to. He kind of took like an old-style uh, chain gang thing, put the- put the ball in the center of marble, (laughs) and he hacked away at it over a 438 hour performance, only taking breaks to occasionally nap, go to the bathroom, eat a meal, those sort of things. But, it was all for naught as he- as he quit. After 438 hours, he said this block was a symbolic of history, the history of art, which I am trying to free myself from. (laughs) And I discovered that it is not possible. It is a burden which I must always carry. Oh, Oh, for God's sake, you're wearing me out, Mikes. Mikes (laughs) then adds, I tried to look for hope and despair through emotions and poetry and communicate this to my audience. Yeah, I think most performance art is dumbs. And uh, that one is also. (laughs) Yeah, Mikes, you're wearing my asses out with
4: this. (laughs) All right they paint a bowl (laughs) of fruit or something. Thank
3: goodness we won't be covering those
4: stories
0: on the Armstrong and Get Exactly. So he grows up Mike. He's a doesn't fit in artist, and he decides to call himself Mike's (laughs) is clearly what (laughs) happened there. Oh, my God. There's something. Furners. There, There was an article the other day about, was it Florida? Somewhere where they've got way too many performance artists and uh and and they decided that the community it's a very artsy community, but that just the community cannot support that many people doing art that is of no value to like nobody's paying for any of this because mm. a lot of it is just dumb
4: now now, just because you don't get it doesn't mean it's dumb. simple jack sophisticated maybe you just don't get it because
1: you just don't get it
4: I
0: do get I do get supply and demand and commerce to the point <laughs> that though, if, if nobody's gonna pay you to do it, right. Did you get the part where the block was symbolic of history, the history of art? He's trying to free himself from that? They all they—they showed an example of a whole room full of people dressed as clowns. Yes. Like laying in a circle. Meaningful. It was supposed to mean something. The circle of clownetry. And nobody was willing to pay for that, so they had to get up at some point and take off their clown outfits and get a job, I guess, or something. <laughs> wow.
4: and now they're sad clowns. <laughs> so, they're, so they're lying in a circle dressed as clowns, glancing around. Is anybody out there? Can you see anybody? No, no, I can't. Uh,
0: I thought people would be lined up around the block to see this. And they all piled into one car and drove away. (laughs) It's man's humanity to man. Don't they get it?
4: Okay, so a quick bet, quick wager here. I'm a man who enjoys a wager. Is this Flynn breaking news with Trump? An opportunity for great partisan posturing and bluster. For a couple 2 three days leading ultimately to nothing, or is this indeed, like our, our, our uh, what was he,
0: Belgian friend, a blockbuster? I think it's a blockbuster. Hmm. The market has tanked on the news. It's interesting that it's being reported that way. I think it's clearly true. The market imitating the Amazon driver we described earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and taking a poop. <laughs> But the market goes up and sets a new record just about every day, and nobody ever says it's because of Donald Trump, which it is to a certain extent. But when it goes down, they they they, they say it's because of Donald Trump. But anyway, regardless of that, it did take a dump on that, so the market's worried about it. But uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a big deal, because I bet Trump's going to come out and say, no, I didn't. Wow. That'll and, be uh, interesting. Yeah. And you're going to have a problem. It'll excuse
4: me, I have some trades to make. How soon are we done?
0: See, Trump's not going to go down for... Uh, he's not going to get in trouble for the cooperating with the Russians or the collusion, whatever that word means. He's going to get in trouble for lying at some point under oath. I think hmm. that's where he's going to get himself into trouble. Similar, similar with Clinton. Yo. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: io For current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
6: Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A
1: wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> ah, love that. A Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm
1: in. Ah,
6: ski slopes. Let's
2: do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait.